Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Have you ever dreamed about upping sticks, leaving the land of 12-year-old cocktails and grey skies that is Dublin for somewhere a little bit warmer and a little bit cheaper? Kegs is an Irish TikTok star who recently moved to Bali uh, in Indonesia it was six weeks ago, Kegs, that you moved. Can you just tell us in about a minute, what are the kind of things you've done in the last six weeks of your life? Oh, every single day is different. You know, like when I first got here, there was a lot of partying. Like I was meeting all these different people and you were going out like socializing and stuff. But then after that, then we started going on an adventure. So like we go into different places. Like today I wanted to go to Ubud, which is quite spiritual. But then like loads of yoga and breath work and sound healing and stuff like that. But then you go up to like Uluwatu, which is like the most beautiful beaches in the world. And there's like a few cool beach clubs and stuff there too. And then we hopped over to Ireland. So we go to Gilly Tea Islands for a couple of days. And we go to Nusa Panita to explore. Like there's just so much to do. Every single day is different. Do you know what I mean? That's what I love about it. Like no day is the same. So, come here, take us back to your boring life in Ireland before you left. Why Bali and why did you want to go somewhere? I've actually been traveling for four years now. Um, so I've sort of been living in different places. So I go to like one place for like six months, say, and then I go home for a wee bit and then go to the next place for like a couple of months. I've sort of been doing that now for about four years. Um, but Bali's always been somewhere that I've always wanted to go to. Like I've always been like, right, I definitely want to go to Bali at some point. But obviously COVID was sort of stopping me for a bit because Bali was quite strict with it. Um, but then it was coming come around now and I was just like, right, now's my time to go. I'm off. Do you think you were in just severely depressed at home? So I only one of your TikToks, you know, it starts with a bit of text. Four years ago, I hated my life. I hated my job, my degree, my relationship and myself. How much better do you feel now that you've upped sticks and moved to the tropical paradise that is Bali? Honestly, like since I was younger, I've always wanted to travel. And then I sort of went to uni and was sort of doing things that I didn't actually want to do. I was just doing because I thought that's what you had to do. Go to uni, get your degree, get into the job. Like that's the way that people make it out that that's what you have to do. And I was in it for like, oh, I was in uni for over a year and I hated it, hated my life. Hated it. I was just partying all the time. Like it just wasn't the life that I wanted. And then eventually just was like, freak this packed the suitcase and booked a one-way flight out of there i was thinking it was only going to take like a gap year and go back to uni but i just re- it opened my eyes to how amazing the world is and how a lot of people you can travel like so much so i just kept going and finding different jobs around the world and eventually just never never really came back to be honest nice and it changed my life as well like it, it helped me sort of um it's that helped me sort of figure out what i like to do in life and like help me find out a lot more about myself and help me learn to love my life and learn love myself as well a lot more 
and uh, make a lot of people jealous as well in the pro- process with your your TikToks. I'm sure, like, we're sitting in a studio in Dublin at the moment. It's a grey sky outside. We're feeling pretty bitter at the moment. That y- you, yeah, like, you're, I'm, like, I'm looking at your TikToks, man, and I mean, you have a drink in your hand in nearly almost every TikTok. You know, there's... There's pretty girls. I'm loving your hats, by the way. We need to talk the about your hats. hats. Yeah, yeah, they're absolutely amazing. I'm so so jealous of you. And uh, come here, uh, just just to make us even more jealous, because there are people probably listening to this thinking, I want to, I want a bit of this. I want to do what he did. Uh, what's a typical day in the life in Bali like? What did you get up to today? Today, I was a bit hungover from the weekend, not going to lie. So I woke up a wee bit later than usual. The good thing about here, right, everyone's very productive and everyone's very, like, fit, healthy, all that there. So because I've been surrounding myself with them sort of people, I've been getting involved a lot more. So I've been getting up a lot earlier. I've been exercising a lot more. I've been doing a lot a lot more things that are good for my mind, body, and soul. Like, when I was at home, I was a bit lazy. Whereas here, I'm so productive, so active, so, like, energetic all the time so that's one of my favorite things about being here and um, but yeah today i got up went for breakfast went to the gym i done a breathwork session and a breathwork is like this thing that i never even heard of before and it's like you just proper like intense breathing for like an hour sort of like meditating and it just like it's sort of you sort of be like tripping out of even that i know it's just crazy stuff that they do in bali nice nice getting high on life kind of High on life, literally. Um, Through breathing. It's yeah, it's, it's interesting. I've actually, I was I was in Bali myself about two and a half years ago and people think of Bali and they think, you know the film Eat, Pray, Love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Julia Such Roberts. Film, I love it. It's one of my favorite films. Yeah. <laughs> people think of Bali and they think of that. But like, Bali has so many, because you've got the Eat, Pray, Love crowd. You've got people who go there on their honeymoons. You've got people who go there to do the kind of spirituality and the, the deep breathing, as you said. But then the, it's like a party island on the other side as well. Uh, Kusa and all those places yeah. are, are just nuts. What are Where do you fit? Do you Are you, you know party and chill or are you you know how do you balance all the, um, all the things so i've been i was a bit of a party boy there for a lot of years like i lived in Ibiza for a few years i've lived in miami i've lived in loads of different party places so i came here with the intention that i wasn't going to be this party person and that i was going to be really special and stuff and when i first got here i was actually quite shocked at how many irish people were in bali and there's literally like everywhere you go there's irish people and you know what irish people are like all irish people love 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 to drink like do you know what i mean so when i first got here it was really hard for me not to go out and party um but then i sort of got a bit more disciplined so now i'm i'm getting better saying no to going out and nights out but i'm now focusing more on my like fitness healthiness and spirituality like i'm doing a lot of spiritual things which i love um, but don't get me wrong, I still love the old party life, but maybe not as much as I used to. I saw you went and, and got the your... parties here. Are the parties here are insane as well? By the way, like the parties here are some of the best in the world. They're unreal. Okay, I was going to ask about soul cleansing, but tell us, tell us about some of the wild Bali parties. The parties. Well, we were Peggy Goo there at the weekend, so it was like an, it was like in this big beach club off the edge of a cliff, and she was DJing, and it was just oh, I was just so good. And then they ended up going to this afters and like. I, I don't know where to call it. And I, I ended up being like the last person left at this villa party at the doctors. Woke up the next morning, there's no one else there. I was like, what is going on? But that sounds like just, just an, an, an amazing time. So that's the party side of Bali. You also then got your soul cleansed by a powerful spiritual healer in the waterfalls of Bali. So that's the other side. Tell us about that experience. Yes. So basically, this guy is called Tokek. And he has got like crazy abilities. Like he kept saying things to different people in the group. And we were all like, how does he know this sort of stuff? And he brings you to the waterfalls. 
does all this like meditating, like cleansing, think of all the things you need to release. And he can make touchy and like bless you in the waterfall, like the water comes down top of you. And like to me, one of my intentions was that I want to sort of set up my own business and stuff. And he literally said that to me and I had no mention to him. And then there was another girl with me and her mom passed away 16 years ago. And the first thing he said to her was like, um, your mom's not with us anymore because she's with us right now. And then started speaking to her about personal things with her mom. I was like, how does this guy know all this sort of stuff? And then we went into the waterfalls and you have to like scream as loud as you can into the waterfalls and it releases all like the negative energy and the negative shit that's inside you. It, it, it's, you when you say it out loud, when you think about it, like it doesn't, it feels like, oh, that just sounds crazy. But when you actually are there and experience it, you can literally feel it in your body. Like you can feel the, like a weight being lifted off your shoulders. It's such an incredible feeling. And were you a spiritual person before any of this? Um, not really. Well, before before Bali, yes, I was. I've been sort of spiritual, I'd say, maybe for about a year because I lived in Tulum, in Mexico in 2021 and it was quite spiritual as well. It was like the same sort of vibe as Bali and I became quite spiritual when I lived there. Um, but before that, no, definitely not. I was just a normal Irish lad. But I feel like spirituality has become a lot more common now as well, which I love because it's such an, it's such an amazing thing that's came into my life, to be honest. Definitely. Uh, this is Room 104. It's Kieran and Gav here. We're chatting to Kegs. He's an Irish TikTok star that just up sticks and moved to Bali in Indonesia. Uh, come here. One thing that I think a lot of people would be, they love to move abroad. Bali sounds like the perfect destination. But a big thing for a lot of people is if they can't move with anyone and they're going there on their own, how do you make friends? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, so I would say if you're going to somewhere like Bali, go to places like Changu or wherever. But like I've been solo traveling now since I was 18. Like whenever I left school, I went away by myself. And um, But when you go to places like that, you think, oh my God, I'm going to be on my own. It's so scary. You're going out of your comfort zone. Like you will feel anxiety going. But when you go, you realize that there's so many people there. They're also in the same boat as you. There's so many people there. But everyone who goes traveling is just there to have a good time to sort of live their life. And you'll meet so many other solo travelers as well. And then once you meet one, then you'll meet their friends, then you'll meet their friends. And then you'll end up just meeting loads and loads of people. And my advice to people would literally just be, be like, fuck it. Fight the fear, fight the anxiety, go to your comfort zone, take the risk and just book the flight and go. Um, I'm actually writing an ebook at the minute on solo traveling, which is going to be out in a couple of weeks. Um, so if you just want to check my Instagram, kegs97, it'll be out in a few weeks. It's given all my advice, all my experiences on solo traveling. Um, because my inbox is those people ask questions. I'm like, just fucking book the flight. Like, you're gonna, you don't want to be lying on your deathbed at 90 or whatever and be like oh 90, God, 90 would be good going if we all made it to 90 we'd be pretty happy anyway yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean I, but you don't want to have regrets of not doing it because you're afraid of doing it like you actually go and experience it and if you know what if it doesn't suit you if you don't like it if you hate it that much being on your own you're only a flight away like you're, you'll are you be home in less than a day do you know what I mean mm. how long do you think you'll stay so what's the longest you've ever stayed abroad somewhere from, from apart um, from Ireland well, I left Ireland probably around four years ago. I was home there for a couple of months there around Christmas. Was that, that was the longest period of being home since I left. Um, but probably I lived in Tulum there for six months. I've lived in Ibiza for six months. I don't really know. I'm just winging it, like, to be honest. Like, I don't, people are asking when he's in Bali, too. And I'm like, no idea. It could be June, could be October. I literally will see what happens in it. So where's the, where's the next place you think you have your eye on after Bali? That is a very difficult question. I don't know where I'm going to be next week. Never mind the next location. I'd love to, to be fair, I'd love to sort of travel around. I'd love to sort of travel around Asia when I'm over at the side of the world. Um, but I just, I'm just going to see what happens and I'll see where the one takes me.
I'm nice. very, very, very content and happy with life at the minute in Bali. Uh, well, we have to talk about something you tried recently in Bali, which is got a <laughs> Bali delicacy. Uh, which I mean you're a brave man for trying it I was there and I didn't try it I brought back a bag of this stuff to my parents and they refused to, to, to drink it we'll get to that in just a second but people will want to know the money the dosh how much does it cost to live you yeah. live in a villa right how much does that cost to rent right so the things with Bali is right it's it definitely is getting a wee bit more expensive because it is getting so busy but it depends where you go as well like Changu where all of like the digital nomads sort of live it's a wee bit more expensive than other places of Bali. But if you eat local, if you do local things, like you can do a lot cheaper. But my villa is around 400 euros a month per person. So there's two people who live here. So it's 400 euros each. And it's a really, really, really nice villa. However, if you do want to do it cheaper, a lot of my friends live in guest houses. So a guest house is sort of like a complex and every single person gets like their own bedroom with an own ensuite. And you share like a pool, you share like a kitchen and you, you don't cook anyway. Like no one, no one cooks here. Everyone eats out, do you know what I mean? Cause it's cheap to eat. So everyone eats out anyway. So the guest houses are roughly around like 200 euro and they're perfect. Like they're really, really nice. And it's also a really good way to meet people if you stay in guest houses. Cause a lot of people who stay in those are like solo travelers. So I would definitely recommend guest houses if you want to do it a bit cheaper and you don't really know anyone as well. Nice. And do you want to go out for a beer and, uh, like a, a nasi goreng or something a stir fry how much is that going to be so it just depends like i said if you go local you can get a nasi goreng dinner for what like 80 cents or something like that like it's so cheap for that but the only thing is alcohol definitely is a wee bit more expensive so if you come to bali i would say the expensive things are gyms and alcohol and um, that's that's the expensive things like your gym membership could be around like 100 euro for the month do you know what i mean um but and like alcohol probably i say alcohol probably I was going to say the same price as Dublin, but Dublin's definitely very expensive, isn't it? Very. <laughs> Probably very. just the same, as home, the same as home. So is it the, 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 imported, the, the imported stuff is the most expensive stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, the imported stuff's the most expensive stuff, yeah. Okay, let's, let's get uh, down to your unusual experiences here. They have a thing called a luak, this, this cat, basically, in Bali, which they feed coffee beans to. It poops out the coffee beans, and then they make it into coffee, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. You drank some of this. You drank it though. I see on your TikTok. I said, yeah, I, so, you had to you had to grind the beans yourself and then drank it. They made you work for this as well as yeah. eating cat poop. We tried to do it as well because it, it was just a bit of crack. It's a whole part of the experience. But you go to these like coffee tasting things, and the most apparently it's the most expensive coffee in the world. But the, basically, the cat or whatever it doesn't look like a cat to be honest. When I first seen it, the woman was like, "Oh, do you want to try this?" And I was like, "What is it?" And she like, comes from his ass, and I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I was like, oh, it's "Obviously, cotton." And then <laughs> I was like, "Obviously not." But then when I seen the cat, these animals in the cages, I was like, "Oh my god, that's so horrible!" Them animals be kept in cages. But when you go to experience it, they let all the animals out at night, and then they catch one for the day. Take the like, because basically they eat this plant, and the the cat poops out the seeds, and then they clean off all the poo, and then inside is the coffee beans or whatever. And then I, they make the coffee through up. You, you trust them. Rotten. You trust them to clean off all the poo as well. Maybe like, what if they don't do a very good job cleaning it? I don't know. We don't want to be tasting cat poo to be honest. Like, uh, hopefully, does, I'm <laughs> sorry. stuck in your teeth for uh, I'm sorry. There's no way they're getting every bit of fecal matter yeah, off there that. There, I mean, there's got to be particles. <laughs> I mean, dude. What like? Did it taste like coffee? It's got a shell, so like you have to actually like okay. take off the shell inside it as the, the bean or whatever. Okay, but did it taste like normal coffee? 
Did it, did it taste um, nasty or anything? It's, no, it wasn't. It wasn't nice. Not gonna lie. Like, do you have a basically when you're there, they you sample loads of different flavors of coffees mm. and teas, and the flavors of the coffees and teas is unreal. Like, they had this like Rosalia tea and this like um, mango stain tea, and oh my god, I was like, this is the nicest thing I've ever drank. But then the Lua coffee came, and it was absolutely rotten. I was like, I wouldn't even drink that. And it's got less caffeine as well. I was like, what's the even point? It's not. It's not nice. There's less caffeine. Like. There's no, there, how is it the most expensive coffee in the world like do you know what I mean and like would, would it really taste any different if they just harvested the plant directly like would it really taste all that different rather than it going through the animal I know this is, I don't crazy. understand why they do it it's so strange it sounds like it's a tourist thing you know what I mean they're like we can, we can charge loads of money because yeah. this get this get poods out by a cat uh, <laughs> like, yeah that's probably what it is, you know? <laughs> what's going on there is that the craziest thing that you've ever done when you were abroad is drink cat poo essentially Oh, I've definitely probably done a lot of crazy things that have been traveling, to be fair. Um, but it might be the craziest thing in Bali, like. What about Mexico? You were in it's Mexico. Crazy. There's got to be some crazy stuff you've done in Mexico. Uh, yeah, Mexico, I went and done, I had a few plant ceremony, or I went to a few plant medicine ceremonies. Okay, go on, tell us, what are they? So a plant medicine ceremony is like, it's very spiritual as well. And you take, you drink this like, um, it's plant medicine called ayahuasca and you drink it and it basically it's like it's like a psychedelic medicine and they basically you're doing it in the shaman in the temple and it's like proper orga- organized ceremony and it's very very popular around like South America and Mexico and stuff and you sort of are like tripping a wee bit but they you do like internal work so like you go through like any some traumas you have and help heal the trauma and then you go through like issues in your life and it helps you like overcome these issues and release anything or like forgive people or forgive yourself like it's a really beautiful experience and I've, I've, I've done it I've done four of them ceremonies and after every ceremony I always felt like a better person afterwards and it's you must, improved my relationship you must have no issues anymore after four of those you've just gotten rid of all your baggage <laughs> uh, come here well, how did, not... just te- describe the feeling after you you drink this potion you're sitting there you're kind of hallucinating what are you thinking in your mind what are you seeing um, oh god, the whole experience. Every experience I've done is different. Um, when I first done it the very first time, I just started seeing like the trees, like turned into like creatures, and like all these like lights, and like you could see these like spirits around you, and they're helping you move. And then you start like going through issues that you might need to work on and stuff. And at the end of their ceremony, you're dancing around this campfire, and everyone's like dancing around. You've released all this stuff, and you just feel so much gratitude you're like oh my god i feel like the main character in a movie like they just oh, the feeling was just amazing like and it's it's like good for you as well because you always um come out with like good things like for example with me i'd say it definitely improved my relationship with my friends and my family massively and um, it's a, a lot, allowed me to be a lot more open with everyone as well which is which is good wow that's amazing i, I love i love and is this something that normal tourists would do or because you were there a little bit longer did you did seek these things out that normally like, do you do things generally that normal tourists wouldn't do in these places um i remember i had listened to like joe rogan and a few different people like that speaking about ayahuasca before so mm. whenever someone mentioned it to me i think it was my barber mentioned it to me in tulum and i was like oh i wouldn't mind like looking into that so i've done, done a bit of research and i found it was very spiritual and i felt like i just had this feeling that i really wanted to try it and i just went for it i was like frigga so i went by myself with a bus of these random people a lot of them were very hippie like and <laughs> went to the middle of the jungle to do this through this here ceremony 
Uh, come here, what do you miss about home cakes? Uh, my dog. <laughs> my dog and my family and... What, uh, Jesus, uh, you, you, were slow, you were slow saying your family there. Your poor family, they're like, he only missed the dog. He doesn't care about us. <laughs> no, I can FaceTime my family every day. I can't FaceTime my wee dog, do you know what I mean? Ah, of course I was, you hung, can. I was hung over I was hung over yesterday and I was like, I just would love my wee dog right now. Oh, um, no. But yeah, that's there. And probably the, the easiness of postage... Like, it's so hard to get stuff posted here. Really? Well, that's not something I was expecting. Yeah. I, I would have thought post was okay yeah, it's everywhere. really just, difficult. Can you just, like, there's just no not, post office or what? No stamps? Um, It's like, when I was in Mexico, that was the worst. Like, I literally couldn't get anything posted. Like, I lost my bank card and I tried to post, like, five different bank cards and nothing ever arrived. But here is a bit better. Although when I arrived here, whatever way it works, you have to pay really ridiculous amount of tax. So you have to pay like mm. so much money for tax and, and what it comes. And sometimes they do get lost as well. So it's just really difficult to get stuff sent out here and it takes a while as well. Some things is easy, but it just depends on what it is, to be honest. If you do you miss any like, you know, like Irish food or Irish drink or anything like that? Like, uh, you know, like Tato crisps or something. Is there anything that you've like, look, I really would go home. I go on a flight home just <laughs> to have that again. My mom's Sunday dinner. Ah, <laughs> oh, there, nice. there you go. See, nice. Mammy's boy at heart. You got the family in there, the mom's Sunday dinner. But she sent it over. She, <laughs> she, she, she can send it over there. to you to cook it, you see. She can send you all the wrong Microwave meals. Microwave meals. See, to be fair, though, in like Changu, where I live, the food is very, like when I was coming, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be Bali food. But the food is very modern. Like you can get whatever you want, realistically. Like there are so many different types of food here. Like it's class. You know, someone's listened to this, probably started listening to this 20 minutes ago, knowing nothing about Bali, and has probably already booked their flight over there. I think you've done a great sales pitch, uh, Kegs, but uh, yeah, are you ever going to settle down somewhere? Maybe somewhere someday, but I'm only 24. I've got a lot of traveling in me yet. Yes, yeah, see, th- this man has it right. Brooklyn Beckham is 23 and he's married. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler won the yeah, Masters. 25. What are these lads doing? Kegs. You are my hero. You are doing it the way single guys, young guys should be doing. Go different country every six months. Kegs, hero, <laughs> hero. <laughs> Love it. Uh, listen, thanks so much for talking to us. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me on.